The following pendant production contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, everybody. This is Chris Britton here, writer, director, general person around the line. And with me is... M. Sierra Garcia. Hello. Uh, the exciting thing is that she's actually really with me. Uh, in the same room. In the same room. In the same country. A cross-continental podcast. Hurrah. Um, and she's sitting here eating uh, yummy dairy milk chocolate. Sweet Jesus, you have mm, some good chocolate mm, here. Mm. Other brands are obviously available. Um, welcome to the podcast <laughs> for The Line, episode one. This is our second attempt doing a podcast. Uh, a part of podcast? A uh, second attempt to do commentary. Uh, we did one commentary and uh, it, it, it was very good, but there were some issues, because I couldn't remember people's names. Mm-hmm. Um, that was just bad. So here we are again, and this time we have notes. Yay! Which is much more organised. It's very professional. Um, and yes, this is, this is the line. This is, this is scene one. Because um, we like to go numerically like that. And uh, we start off with uh, the character of Bishop Francis, yes. who has come for, say, his evening prayers... And he's being he's being perturbed and disturbed and taunted and taunted by a strange presence. Mm, Colin Kelly is a strange. Presence. <laughs> we love you, Colin. Um, but yeah, um, this is this is Colin Kelly playing the demon, the unnamed demon. Um, he came out of left field. He was fan flipping tester. Well, no, because originally uh, for quite a long time I was thinking that we would have a woman playing the demon, preferably a woman with quite a low voice mm. uh, to kind of give an androgynous sound to it. And then Colin came along with that sort of Nazgul whisper <laughs> and um, I've modded his voice a little and taken it up a couple of semitones, mm-hmm. so it's a little bit higher. So again, we've ended up with that um, with that androgynous sound, but obviously coming from a male. I think it, I think it's, it has worked sure, out really sure. well. Uh, I'd also like to give Colin total credit for the word episcopus, uh, which he Not uses a couple of times in this uh, when, when addressing Francis. Uh, yes, because um, uh, I had just Bishop Francis and he was Episcopus Francis, which is a lot sexier and much more Catholic. So, um, that that no, 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 no. And no, this no. fine gentleman playing Bishop Francis. I'll hand over to you for this. Shit, you would, because of course I can't remember his name. It's Michael Hudson. Michael Hudson, I'm sorry, Michael. Wonderful, lovely Michael Hudson. Um. <laughs> I'm sorry, Michael. I do usually the first time we did this, I had notes, and we were all professional. This time, I have chocolate, which supersedes notes. Well, we have other notes this time. I, um, thought, I thought this was more notes. I thought we were better with the notes. These are more different notes. Ah, because I could I doodled on these notes. Different notes. They are different notes. Anyway, this whole scene kind of creeped me out when I first read it, but and then to actually hear it. It was really quite special the way the two of them worked together. Yeah, I think uh, it has kind of come out as kind of creepy, and that's good, because it's hard to do creep without the visual. Audio creep is quite difficult, unless you just have, like, heavy breathing and shit, uh, which is creepy for a whole other reason. Um, <laughs> Some people like that kind of creepy. So that so that was kind of, that, that was always kind of playing in my head. Is this is going to come off a bit scary? And I think it has a little bit. I, I used uh, got, got some music under this uh, from the awesomegemendo.com where you can listen to pieces by people all over the world who are willing to share their music with the rest of the world for free, and people can use that music however they like. Hooray! Um, and that's uh, that opening piece is by uh, Evelyn Stankoff, who uh, comes from somewhere in Eastern Europe. I'm afraid I don't know where. It's not made clear on their website. 
Um, but it's nice. It's got a couple of pieces of nice church music, um, and uh, I thought that kind of added to the sense a little bit more of foreboding. And here we are into the opening credits. Opening credits. I'm so pleased when I found this piece. I'm, I'm so pleased. Well, I thought you'd sat down and like composed it. I wish. I wish I could compose. Shit walking like around this. your flat, thinking, where do you keep the horn section? I know. It's quite amazing. It's by Kai Hartwig from Hartwig Media. Um, oh, another Kai. awesome online composer. Well known in the audioverse. It is. <clears throat> and um, and yeah, this piece of music is from The Hunt, um, which I think was a small DVD movie. But obviously, the piece of music is up there free. And uh, so, nick it, we did. And now we get into the episode proper. Ugh, this song. It's good. It's annoying. It is a little annoying, but it's annoying in a good it's way. It's so yippy skippy and hey. Well, the. And know. it's also, like, it's the scene that I don't like. Because it just was dorky. But I ended up liking it, but I kind of fought you on that. And then. Something else that comes up in the scene. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll get to, we'll that, get to that. Yeah, no, because, well, I don't know. I wanted to, I wanted the first episode to be very much a normal episode with very little of the uh, oncoming religious craziness that's going to happen over the next uh, the, the next 19 episodes um, that take place in Arquan. And... Um, 19, I know, fucking hell. What am I doing? What am I doing? Run away! No, it's fine. It's all going to be fine. No, but I wanted this to be a very normal episode. So we have to start with the two of them. We have to start with Dee and Steph. Just in the garden, just practicing out cheerleader moves. Although Steph's never really been a cheerleader. She just really wants to do it because she wants to fuck a couple of the guys on the basketball team. And uh, so I wanted to make it as normal. And then as the next few scenes, I feel are standard occurrences that happen in some I would say majority of teenagers lives or in some form or another mm. uh, maybe not quite as extreme as a life as Dee and Steph lead but then they are very special people Gee Chris who are the fabulous actresses playing Steph and Dee? <laughs> That was very good. That was very good. Thank you. Uh, playing Steph, we have uh, Tanya Milijevic, um, oh, who was is n- new to Pendant, I believe. Um, I could be mistaken in that, but I don't think I've heard. She's picked up shows. a couple more gigs, but she was kind of new when she auditioned, and I just the, my first thought when I first heard her was, oh, her own personal Juno. She was. She oh. does. Yeah, she did, she's got something of a vellum page about her, especially in Juno itself. Exactly. And. Um, and yeah, and she... Uh, Much nicer than Ellen Page. Yes. Well, that's what we've heard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she just didn't return any of our calls. No. Or the flowers. Or the puppy. But Tanya replies to all of those things, so it's fine. Yay! And Chris Bay's playing D. Um, Chris, one of our long-time pendant actors. Good Lord, this is like her 35 millionth show, too. I know, but she is te- awesome uh-huh. in so many ways. And the way they play off against each other was just right, because I was really worried. My big concern always with writing dialogue uh, is that every character, I make every character sound the same. And I'm, I, I'm, told, I'm told that I don't. I'm told that I do get characterization in there eventually. Um, but especially with with audio, it's all about you know the voice, the voices that you put to the roles, because um, yeah, dialogue gets you only so far. 
mm. and these two. They've got such good chemistry together. And it they can, do. And with all these shows where people are recording in different rooms on different sides of the planet or, you know, different states or whatever, it does amaze me how you can get chemistry out of that. But it just, it, it works. It does. And they really do carry on, like, that. it's a very familiar tone. Because I remember having conversations like this with my girlfriends where you just kind of, like, you... You really, you know, you're best mates, but you also like, well, fuck you, no, fuck you, no, fuck you. Let's go for a drink, okay. <laughs> We've talked right over the rant, haven't we? Or have we not talked right over the rant? Where are we up to? I don't think we're up to the rant. Let's listen. Let's listen. No, we're not up to the rant yet. <laughs> um, God, that's professional. <laughs> Fucking hell. <sighs> Yes. Uh, um, all I, all, all I, we should do all of these like this, but it would be really expensive. It would be if coming you, over here. If you fly across to the UK once a month to record our commentary. Sure. Let me just grab the money that I have a cow that poops money. <laughs> you just go and fly whatever it was. That'd be good. Then we could, then we could just record the line commentaries. You, you guys should all be aware these are going to be really fucking informal. Okay, you know. I, we're both pretty chilled out about things, and uh, as the show is uh, very loose in its uh, style. Yes, but I'm assuming as you're listening to the line, you don't give a fucking shit about what we say. Damn it, no. Um, we did talk over the rant. Damn it, we should rewind. Well, we can't because we're doing the commentary live, so let's, let's talk about it. fine with the rant because that was a rant that you and I had because I didn't like the word. It was, well... I still don't like the word. You don't like the word. I love the word cum, okay? Uh, I think it's a great word, and I think that it should be equivalent to cock um, in the scale of... Uh, of so words, yeah. personally, because Whatever. why? Why is it worse? Why is it considered worse? It's just worse? gross and dirty. Because like a cock is a cock, and it's a bird. It's a th- but a cunt. It only has one word. It's a woman's vagina, and it's just it's like it brings dirty connotations. And now we're talking about my favorite part. We are talking over that bit. Unholy amores. This is the lovely Chris Hackney, who has actually got another role in the show coming up uh, from episode two, a recurring cast member. We also gave him the role of a DJ, just a one-off, although I am tempted to bring the DJ back. I think you do. I think you do have to bring him back, but we have to find like some really obscure glam rock uh, names, just because it would be fun to hear him say, you know, and now the fluffy kitten puppy sewers or something, I don't know. The one we did on the last one was much funnier than now. Cause that, that, was, that was funnier. But it's okay. They won't mind. We'll just edit it in. We will, yeah. Cut and paste. I'm out of tea. Oh, no. That's all right. Uh, we've brought... Oh, a familiar, familiar scene. Yes. Well, we brought them along to uh, the local metal club where they enjoy going out. And um, because in this town, like as in many towns, underage kids going out, getting drunk and going to clubs pretty much happens all the fucking time. Sorry, parents. When they say they're going around a friend's house, they're so not. not. They're going out so fucking not. people and drinking booze. I, I, I apologize, but, um, you know. Um, although, barman stand. Hello, voice. Yeah, hello, voice. The, ca- the, the character's a bit of a you know sleazy git. But, yeah, um, but just that nice, deep, lovely. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> hello. Well, they babble on a bit just to jump back. Um, mm. Yes, in the end, it was agreed the word cunt could be in there because then Steph explains that she's reclaiming it for uh, women and feminism, which I, which I, you know, this reclaim, part- reclaim. It still sounds like it's 
Well, you used it yesterday. Well, because I meant it yeah, in the dirty yeah, American yeah, way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because the person I was talking about truly was just, I'm not saying it. You're not saying you it. You know what? Out of principle, I'm not saying it. Ah, oh, fucking hell. Fuck you. Continue on. Continue. Right, we're coming back to the present. Okay, so Steph and Dee are now having a chit-chat about what's going on, and Steph has gone to have her dance. Is she there yet? No, not yet. Okay. No, no, they're, they're just kind of dancing around some drinks and chatting and taking the piss out of each other for people they've fucked in the past. And again, I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to, I just really wanted to show the camaraderie between the two of them. I mean, friends for their whole life, they've both grown up in the town, um, and they've, you know, enjoyed themselves together. Dee um, is the daughter of, uh, of a woman who has married her way around the high-class elite. The town cougar. Um, a little bit. And and has made a lot of money from the divorce settlement. Suppose mm. Dee has had a uh, she's turned eighteen. She's had a few trust funds. She's reaped. Come through. She's so she is really really fucking rich. Um, so she buys everything for Steph and you know all their friends and stuff, and they just hang out and uh, get the best drink and the best drugs, all from Dee's pocket. And she doesn't care because she's having a wild time doing it. Um, and. Uh, Yes, unfortunately, Dee tried to set Steph up with a uh, with a hot basketball boy, as, as Steph was going on about them earlier, and he turned out to be a bit of a cock. Yeah, unfortunately, in audio, you can't see me rolling my eyes. Having, I'm sure there's many many who have lived through that situation where you're like you're dancing with them, and you da da da, and then you find out it was like either a dare or he was just testing you, or he's just a motherfucker. Yeah, I I must apologise. Men are are dicks. Uh, there's really not much I can do about that, um, but I do try and hold up it's to the other side of things. The Y chromosome poison. Yeah, I know. I but know. I still do like them, the boys. <laughs> Damn it! I know. Always cursed. Always cursed. So they continue on with their chat, and it's I really. This is another one of those fun scenes where it's it really is just like a snapshot out of pretty much anyone in college or high school. Um, oh, this dude. Yeah, he's got a good, he's a fucking sexy voice. This is Paul Lavelle. Uh, Paul Lavelle is the drunk guy. Um, and drunk, drunk is hard. I can't fucking do drunk. I mean, anyone's heard me act now, I can pretty much do this. Uh, but I can't do drunk, fake drunk, because you end up overdoing it. You sound over drunk instead of a drunk who's trying to sound not drunk. Not drunk, and that's really hard to do when you're sober. Mm. Uh, and Paul just got it just right. He just slightly slurs his words, slightly repeats himself a little bit, but it's not to the point of comedy or where you can't understand him or where you think, well, there's no way she'd rock him, you know. Yeah, but as we find out, it's the end of the night. She's just randy as hell. Let's just get it over with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, she's heard he's a good thing. What were you, what, what, what you saying, Stace? It's got like a good... What's, what? Good lay. Good lay. Good lay. He's a good time. Yeah. I don't know what we'd say, really. And this... I blushed the first time I heard this scene. It's still a little weirdy, like, but... Tanya, seriously, the amount of sex noise he sent me, just... <laughs> Yay! Be sure to share with your parents. Look, <laughs> <laughs> Mom and Dad. I promise it'll... And own, then own. this, the toilet seat lid. I love that! I wanted something slightly comedic. Um, but it's like, <laughs> but, but but nonetheless, the kind of shit that happens, you know, because you're all backed up in a cubicle and it's uncomfortable and dirty and gross, and you want to try to keep your keep in America out the pools of toilet stall, toilet stall, really, toilet stall. not a cubicle, not a cubicle. A cubicle is the space I work in at the office, which at times could fit the British, <laughs> just because of the kind of shit I do. Toilet stall, I've it's a no stall. Idea. You go into the stall. 
Right. Right, you learn something new every day. I know. On these commentaries. It uh, turns out that uh, He's the, a bit of a shit. our drunken guy is a rubbish lay, in fact. Um, mm. Or at least he's too drunk not to um, not to uh, finish early, enjoy himself too much. Next. Because that's never happened. Move on. That's totally unheard of. No, for a guy to just, like, suck? Yeah. <laughs> or rather not. Right. <laughs> anyway. Moving on. <laughs> So pretty much all of this, as as I said, I was very much, it's all about being stiff. It's all about confirming their relationship um, before I fuck up both their lives royally. Awesome. I know. I could just keep them happy. Should we rewrite it? And make it all happy and joyful with little happy monogamous? Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. yeah. There's the, yeah no. Just take out all the shit. No. That happens. No. No? Okay. Fine. No. Good. Excellent. And no gratuitous girl on girl. Just... If it's going to, unless there's some boy on boy, and then we're an equal opportunity offender. I cannot possibly comment on what pairings might come up, um, although... We you, may have created a third gender. You you have read, you have read <laughs> through the season, so you know where some things might yes, be going. Yes, a third gender is created, and then all hell breaks loose. Yeah, then it turns into an episode of Star Trek. That's not a bad thing, I'm not critiquing that, but it just, you know... Um, STTNG just went the wrong way. But that's another commentary. That's another commentary. That is another commentary. But here now, Steph and Dee are doing the walk of, oh, God, tomorrow's going to suck. Yes. Yes. Which we sort of did on Saturday. Oh, dear God. No, I, yesterday. Tomorrow. Oh, yeah, we did do the... Uh, we, did, we did the walk of, oh, my God, I'm We so had a proper uh, a kebab. We had a kebab. Yeah, I know. Not a key... What do you, how do you say it? Kebab. It's a kebab. K-E-B-A-B. It's a kebab. Kebab. Not a kebab. It's a kebab. Kebab. They're really bored. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you brought it up. Yeah, that's true. I did. Anyway. So, they, they're... Hold on, now I have to listen because I forget where we are. Oh, walk of... Oh, my God. We have to get back and live normal lives tomorrow. Yeah, and, and bringing up the fact about uh, Dee's mum and... Which uh, is... Good, because we needed a little bit of, because we are we are starting to get into the background part, because we're getting a little bit of D, and in a bit we're going to get a little bit of Steph, yeah. and then meet Steph's family. Yes, yeah, we get to meet them bright and early in the morning. And then the, the I, 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 it was a blast from the past, that conversation of, we'll take this, it'll get you through school, all right, sweet. <laughs> uh, they're not caffeine pills. <laughs> they're special, they're happy pills. Happy pills, mm, happy pills. Um, actually, I, 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 yeah, no, they are pills. It's just giving out. Yeah, just. I was, trying, I was trying to remember what I had in my head, but now it is pills. There's, um, uh, a lot of drug use in this show. I know. What is yeah. wrong with you? <laughs> I grew up in the Netherlands. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh, here's more of that happy yippee skippy music. Yeah, well, this is the, all this music is from Jewel Andrew, um, who are a small band online. They've done a couple of albums, and one of their albums they've released on Jamendo for free. Yeah, in Texas, I believe. Uh, yeah, they're Married couple. Yes. Yeah, and all their stuff's unplugged. And uh, it is very, very cheerful music. Um, so it just reminds me of like some of that British poppy Billy, when Billy Piper had an album out. Very much like that, although Billy used to use a lot more electronica in her. I know, because she can't sing. Yeah, I know. We love you, Billy, but you can't sing. Doctor! Um, Doctor! Yeah. She also can't close her mouth. Um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm, leaving, I'm not touching that one. <laughs> either. That's why they call him David Tenage. Anyway. 
<laughs> anyway, this is the morning after, and this is the pain and suffering. And uh, I remember this. Oh God! This was this yesterday morning, isn't it? Yes. In a minute, yeah. you get a sound effect of me drinking from some water. Because I think it's about to come now. Yes, open the pills and... Doing your own foley. Mm, yes, I know. Very because nice. I only had one sound effect of someone drinking water. And it it sounded like someone going... Mmm. And it looks like no one... It's like a slurp. No one sounds like that. You it's know? like a slurp from the Flintstones. It's really fucking grim, so I thought I'd better do my own. Um, so I spent ages in front of a microphone with a glass of orange juice going... Mm. <laughs> this has become really fucking gross, hasn't it? Oh, God. Oh, God. I, I'm, I do apologise. Don't apologise. A, li- a little bit. You know, <laughs> we're just going to have to put a disclaimer, you know, listen at your own... <laughs> your own stomach's sake. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, Marley. Because I, 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 re- I, I knew it was going <clears> to <throat> be harsh putting that out there because Steph um, is half Haitian. Um, her mum is of Haitian descent and her father is from America, grew up in Angel Falls. In fact, his family dates back a long time in Angel Falls, mm-hmm. which we will discover in the future. Um, but so, so when I want to, so Marley had, Marley's character, Cecile, had been born in uh, Haiti and uh, moved across to the States at some point during her life. So I wanted the accent to be, still have that French um, Haitian lilt to it. Mm. So I knew that was going to be hard, and uh, we got quite a few, we got quite a few auditions. We did get quite a few auditions. Uh, but Marley was the standout um, of that. Just just got it absolutely right. Not comedic, not over the top. Not camp. Not just camp. Yeah. Oh, and her pain in the ass brother. <laughs> her brother Tom. Um, who we will be finding lots and lots more out about uh, episodes three, four, or five. Uh, but, through nineteen. But yeah, through nineteen. But no, but primarily in three and four <laughs> and five. But mm-hmm. um, it's quite a small part actually at the beginning. It is a small part, but it's you know it's not you know there are no small parts, only small actors. <gasps> very good, very deep. And the young man who plays Tom. Young man Tom is Christopher Stoddard. Daughter. Um, who again? Is he new dependent? He's kind of a well. When we started casting, he, he was sort of new. <coughs> Excuse me. I've seen him around. I've heard him around. I've heard him then. around as well. I've heard him around. He's yeah, everyone seems to be. We've got some new great voices. We've got some of the 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 classic folks that you know we've heard a bunch of. So it's been it's a good mix. A lot of people auditioned. It was fun to to hear all these new people. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, it is nice to have loads of people. We built like a little harem yeah. of good, you know, of of this of these really great auditions, and now we can actually, you know, we. I, it's nice to hear what everyone sounds like. You love the word harem, don't you? I do. You do. But that's for another discussion. <laughs> and now we have uh, we have Tom and Steph just walking along, walking to school, going to get the bus. Um, and uh, yeah, again, 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 with as the same with Stephen D. I felt that um, that Christopher and Tanya felt you've really got that brother sister shit mm. going on between the two mm-hmm, of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is actually the first scene that I mixed. That's right. It is um, the first scene. You I can't remember why. I think it was because they both got their lines in earlier. Uh, well, you wanted to you wanted to mix this very last part. Well, I did. I wanted to mix the end because I knew if the end didn't work, then we were totally fucked um, for the rest of the show. So um, I thought I'd better make sure that this actually works. 
because um, it's quite a hard scene to put together because now she's running and I've got one of them ahead and one of them behind and um, yeah. cars swerving all over the place and horns going and uh, it just all got a bit mad but no but I, this, this is the first thing anybody ever heard of the line and um, yeah I think it's pretty pretty We're good coming to it though it's a pivotal point it's a pivotal moment because it's all about cliffhangers of radio drama. It is all about cliffhangers. Dun, dun, dun. I know. Occasionally it would be nice to have a rounded ending. Oh, no. Watch out for the cars. No, Steph. Don't do it. Don't run. And death. And scene. And death? Possibly? You know, you may be the only person I know who kills off his protagonist in the first episode. Well, you know, well done. It, it passes the time. <laughs> it passes the time. Um, and now we we jump into the trailer. Trailer. Dun, dun, dun. Um, trailers. I, I anyone who had listened at any point in Star Trek Defiant knows that I like trailers um, quite a bit. When I was directing it, I, I liked to play around with them and, and make them stupidly long and put loads of like crazy music behind it. Um, trailers for the line, I'm trying to keep quite simple. That's, I'll be assisting in making sure he keeps it quite simple. Um, because I don't want to give too much away. I right. don't want to be spoilery trailers. So this one, I don't think gives anything away at all. I think everyone's got a fucking clue no, what's it's going just, on. No, it's really vague. It's who, like, what... It, and like half the people who we hear in the trailer... Um, haven't been in the FX before. No, exactly. I, so everyone's like, what's, what's, what the hell? That, that, that voice sounds familiar, though. No, let's just keep talking over it, because okay. it's kind of annoying voice. God. God. Why'd you pick that person? I know, I know. It was hard. Tacky. It was hard. Blah. But, you know, you've got to put her in some roles occasionally. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Although, yeah, no. <laughs> you no. don't have to put her in any role. She's <laughs> <laughs> terrible. <laughs> kind of a diva. So yes, yeah, so the trailers. I'm hoping to keep nice and simple and nice and nice and nice and suspicious. Um, dun, dun, dun. And such. As such. And that's episode one. Hurrah! I mean, we'll have to jump into the credits. These these things always go by really quickly. They when, do go by really when quickly. When you record them, and once again, uh, I haven't talked once again because huh, it's the first commentary. As we did with the Part first, two. the first attempt of at the first commentary, I haven't talked at all about the show. Really, no. and what it is overall. So maybe we should do that now. We could. We do that a little bit now. We can. Um, so, Chris, what's the show about? Hey. Other than teenagers getting plowed over by buses. Yeah, yeah. Sex, drugs, mm. and bus, bus death. <laughs> every every, every, every episode, someone else gets run over by a bus. That's, right. that's the ending to every single episode. It <laughs> slowly goes through the cast. Oh. <laughs> well, it's the line of buses. That's what it's that, for. That's what it is. That's that is what the line, the line is about. Needs. We've worked it out. <laughs> um, that isn't what the line is, exactly. It was an idea that I had years ago, like three years ago. I was living in Birmingham um, by myself. That's how long ago it was. Bloody hell. And um, I, I came with an idea, and I can't say too much about the idea, because the initial, while really fucking different from this, does actually play into the future of the show quite a bit. And then I kind of put it on the back burner, because I was working on Defiant, and um, I had a few other ideas, and the job going down, and all that shit. Um, and then, as Defiant, I, I wrapped up my time on Defiant, I really wanted to to do some do an original show and I came back to those old scripts and I started toying around with them and I made them a lot less uh, pompous and uh, a lot less waffly and um, long. the idea this character of Steph 
Um, who? What did we originally call Steph? Lily. Lily, which I love. I know, I know. Uh, she was. Steph was originally Lily, but then I realised in a show I was going to have names Lily and Thomas and various others. Um, and I, you know, and I, I wanted to, didn't want to just steal names. Well, from we other did shows. cut out that guy named Edichenkov. So. <laughs> I thought, shit, I'm just, I'm just stealing an entire cast from another show. And so it was supposed to be a plane that ran over. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, so, a golden plane. It's a golden. Oh God, no, it wasn't. <laughs> so I so, so I changed it to Steph, um, and 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 so the story kind of grew up around her, and mm-hmm. then I got some other character ideas, and and I I hope I've got a, I've, I've got a rough plot for this where this can go for like the next uh, four or five six years. Um, which should be quite fun to play out. Five, six years is about right. But really, what I wanted it to be was a interesting adult of a sort show, although I am more than happy for kids to listen to it, okay? You know, uh, that's my that's my personal perspective. Right. You know, parents out there... I think parents should make the decision for uh, themselves. Well, yeah, depending on the age of the kid. Once they're, you know, over 15... The commentary they're the can't really listen to, because we're dropping them, you know, fuck, damn, shit, well, all the time. Once they're over 14, 15, if kids want to listen to it, they're going to fucking listen to it, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Yeah, you know... Just like Steph, it's just going to go out and get stoned yeah. and fuck over she Totally, because that's what kids do. Oh, it's good to be an adolescent. Yeah. So, so I wanted to write a, 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 a real show where people sounded real, where kids acted like, you know, actual teenagers. Um, and then I want to throw in a whole pile of, uh, of religious dogma on top of it. Because I am, I'm fascinated by religion. I'm fascinated by all religions. Um, but primarily I would say Catholicism because I was once a Catholic. And according to Catholic dogma, I will always be a Catholic unless mm-hmm. I have to go to the church and tell them to remove me, remove the Catholic thing on my brain. But I love how um, you've equated this story as you've got all your little seeds and then you fertilized it with religion. <laughs> I just threw Catholic on top of it. I know. For for, for <laughs> an agnostic going on atheist, that says something weird about my brain. You know what? It's just you're recovering Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But I really no, I wanted to I wanted to try and discuss religion, but not doing it in a preachy way, rather doing it in a fun way where we can have uh, a bit of sex and a bit of a bit of playing around with it it's and some action in between it. Not just the fun way, it's just it's the way that humans tend to look at religion. They they tend to, to question it and want to know more about it and it's the humanistic side of it. And, you know, it, it fights with your faith side where you have to be very, you have to believe what you've been told and that's all you've been told and you just suck it up. But, so we're, it's definitely taking that approach, which I I quite liked a lot. When you first showed me this, I, I, I really wanted to be, I, I think I begged you, please, please let me edit this because I, having had a long history with the Catholic Church myself <laughs> um, and recovering quite nicely, it was very intriguing. It was a neat point of view. So from what I've read, this should really entice a lot of people and give them some food for thought. This should piss off a lot of people. And if you are pissed off about it, where could they write to? Uh, if you're pissed off or if you're enjoying it or if you're just ambivalent to it and really just feel it's, it's all right. Dear Chris, it gave it's all right. No, no emotion whatsoever. Love, then, Dave. Now, anyone, please, we would love to hear your comments, your questions, your queries and your insults um, at uh, HQ. All one word, no spaces, no underscores, thelinehq at gmail.com. Uh, and, yeah, and please write to us and uh, we will reply. And um, 
and yeah, and I hope to get just some discussion going because there is nothing better than debate and discussion to reach uh, consensus and agreement and uh, a point of, of happy happiness in between. Amen. Or sometimes debate and discussion that ends with people stabbing each other and massive wars. Not so much with the stabbing with this, though. Can we avoid that? I'll, I'll attempt to avoid stabbing. Can we just? I'll attempt to. Do you, can we just get to the point where we argue, 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 and then get a fight? That would be good. That would be good. If no one could send us, like, you know, dolls with knives through their chests, uh, mm-hmm. obviously in the post and shit like that, uh, that would be good, too. If you do, you can send those care of Chris is a giant git. <laughs> At PendantAudio.com. I think we've talked enough. We have. Because the episode's like ended and we're still going. Like a half hour ago. <laughs> Seriously, fucking yeah. hell. Um, but uh, thank you for joining us and Hello. listening. Um, thank you very much. And uh, all I really have to say is um, keep an eye out for the 1826. You never know when that's turning up. And well, it's um, 2010. So I know. Missed it. I know. I, I, I don't already know what that means. It just oh, keeps yeah. coming into my head. I can't. You're so weird. I know. You need a haircut too. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Speak to you next month. Ciao. For more information, visit pendantaudio.com. Thanks for listening.